Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. Come on, happy Easter. Help me out if you know this. He is risen. Oh, okay, let's try that again. He is risen. May be seated. Wow, we got a full house today. We've got a lot to look forward to. I just love the Word of God. I love how the Word of God speaks for itself. You know, you're going to get a lot of scripture and you're going to get a lot of song and we're going to give a lot of worship where worship is due, and that is to our risen King. This series is entitled It Is Finished. And we've been talking about some of the things that we need to say that it is finished to. Depression, it is finished. Anxiety, it is finished. Come on, you can name a couple of things where you need to see, say and see that it is finished. Why don't you just try it on for size. Say it is finished. Right on. Like what Pastor Rudy read there in uh, verse 17 of Luke 24, if you've got your Bibles with you. Jesus asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still with their faces downcast. I wonder if Jesus were to ask us the same question this morning. What have you been discussing lately? Is what you're saying and what you're talking about putting your focus on what's missing and what you lack, what hasn't happened yet? Or maybe it hasn't happened in the way that you hoped it would happen. Come on. Are your words bringing glory to Christ's story? Because that's really what it's about. Or does it put you in a, a posture that just looks like all you've got is the weight of problems? Or does it put you in a posture of praise? Because you know that you are the head and not the tail. And that all things work together for good. For those that love the Lord. We have a lot to be thankful for. And a lot to give praise where praise is due today. Would you agree? You see, we talked about last week the importance of acting in the finished work of Christ. Knowing that the battle is, has already been won and that we are to walk in victory. It's not just a name, ladies and gentlemen. we got to live it. It's hard to live up in a down world if all you're doing is looking down. Would you agree? So don't get stuck in what you don't understand or what you do not see. You see, these men were literally walking with the risen king. And yet, they didn't notice his presence. They were too focused on where they were going that they didn't realize who was with them and what he was doing. In verses 24 to 25, it says that some of the companions went to the tomb and they found that it was just as the women had said, man, listen up. I get a couple, all the women said, amen. Listen to the women. But they did not see Jesus. He said to them, Jesus says this, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we need to receive and don't be deceived. It is finished. Say it one more time. It is finished. You see, you can't truly receive the proclamation 
without the presence of Jesus. I'm a firm believer that if someone can convince you of one thing, there's someone else that can convince you of another. But your belief is based on your ability to experience the presence of God through his word. Are you with me? Not by sight, through his word. So don't miss the Messiah because you are listening to the wrong message. Am I speaking to anyone today? Come on. Don't miss your Messiah because you're listening to the wrong message. The news, the media, what other people say you can or cannot do, or look over here, look over there. In fear and not in faith. For our God is a God of love. A God of love. And perfect love drives out all fear. You got to tell it where to go because of who you know. Oh, that's good. It rhymes, so it must be true. I'm going to write it down. You got to tell it where to go because you know. It's who you know, not what you know, but who you know. It's through the presence of God and his word. And, and Romans 10, 17 says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands, at my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones. As you see, I have. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Verse 38, he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? He is risen. So why do we still wonder and why do we still wander? He is risen. Instead of letting doubt rise in our minds, we need to let Jesus reign over everything. And ladies and gentlemen, that includes every thought. That's why we are to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Let him reign over everything. So get the doubt out. Ooh, say it with me. It feels so good. Say doubt. Get out. Oh, one more time. Doubt. Get out. Oh, I love that. So why do we complain about what God has completed? I'll say it again. Why do we complain about what God has completed? It's kind of like worrying about what he's already working on. It is finished. You see, when the world sees crisis, we can still see Christ. When the world sees darkness, we see light. 
For Jesus said, I am the light of the world and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. How many of you think that you could elevate in how you live right now in your life? A little more light. Maybe shine on some situations right now. Come on. Let the Lord shine in you and through you. Let his light shine. You will never walk in darkness. You see, the thing with doubt, even doubt has an expiration date. You may experience it, but don't buy into it. Whoo! Somebody else needs to hear that. You may experience doubt, but don't buy into it. It makes a poor investment. It's a liability. It definitely isn't an asset. Don't buy into it. Remember, we're led by faith and not by feelings. Led by faith. In verse 45, it says, Then Jesus opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. You see, an open tomb is a reminder that it is finished. An empty tomb is not an empty mind, but evidence of an eternal kingdom and an eternal king, a resurrected king. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1.18, For the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, but to us, say to me, who believe are saved in it by the power of God. To me. Verse 51-53. While Jesus was blessing them, he left them, and he was taken to heaven. Then they worshiped him. They returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they stayed continually at the temple praising God. You may have heard this before. What I hear, I forget. What I see, I remember. What I do, and I remember what I do understand. For hearing is not as good as seeing. Seeing is not as good as experience, and true learning is only evidence when experience produces an action. For what I do, I understand. We are called to action. We are called to live in the finished work of Christ. In John 19.30 of the Passion Translation, Jesus said, It is finished, my bride. It is finished, my bride. Then he bowed his head and surrendered his spirit to God. The Hebrew word for finished is kala. Kala. Meaning fulfilled and completed. And bride. Although the completed work of salvation was finished on the cross through the resurrection of Jesus, he continues to work through us, through his church every day. Through faith and action, through his bride. We are his bride. We extend God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven to glorify our heavenly Father through us. We need to continually praise God and act in love and act in obedience by telling others about Jesus, by telling others the gospel and the good news, and by making disciples. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind for which we must be saved. 
Will you stand with me? The takeaway is he is risen and it is finished. Say it with me. He is risen. It is finished. One more time. He is risen. It is finished. If you're here today and you stepped in or you just showed up for an Easter service and you thought you were coming for a program, I'm here to tell you it's not about a program. It's about a person and his name is Jesus. You can't build this on a program. You can only build it on the person that is Jesus Christ. And if you've been struggling and there's things in your life that are dead, there's things that have gotten in the way that you need to cast aside so you can step towards the way who is Jesus, then all you got to do is open up your heart to him. Paul said in Romans 10, 9, if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believing that God the Father raised his son from the grave, then we'll be saved. It's the whole point that we're here today. It's the whole reason that we celebrate Easter. If it were not for the resurrection, you and I wouldn't be here and there wouldn't be that hope. So, I'm going to lead us through a prayer, and we're going to do just that. I'm going to ask that we all pray it together, and if you've never prayed this prayer, would you do so with your whole heart? And maybe you're coming back. Maybe you're coming back to the cross, and you're coming back to Jesus today. Well, that's just as important. Let's pray together. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus, <laughs> I thank you for paying the price of my sins. Would you forgive me? You see, I believe that you chose to die for me. And I believe that you rose from the grave. Would you come into my heart? And would you be Lord over my life? I thank you that my past is past. And today, is a new day with you in Jesus' name. Just stay in this moment. All heads are bowed and eyes are closed. And on this Resurrection Sunday, this Easter Sunday, if, if you prayed that prayer for the first time ever, would you just give me a thumbs up, say, Pastor, that was me, thank you. Thank you. Or if you're coming back to Jesus today in your relationship with him, back to the cross, Again, it's just as important. Would you give me a thumbs up to today? Awesome. Praise God. Well, on this Easter Sunday, we'd like to do something special with you. The Bible says that we are to do it often in remembrance of Him. And that is, we would like to do communion. It's a reminder of the body and the blood of Jesus that was broken and poured out on the cross. You see, taking communion reminds us of his suffering that he showed us, but also his love for us and the covenant that he has with us as believers. You know, Paul urges us before taking communion to examine our hearts. If there's anything in our hearts that we need to give to God, I just want to take a moment to do that. And I'm going to have the elements, as you can see, on my right and on my left. And I'm going to pray over them very quickly 
And then I would invite you to just take them and go back to your seat. And the band's going to continue to worship. And if you came with friends and you came with families, take it as you feel fit. But in Luke 22, 17 to 22, he said, after taking this cup, he gave thanks and said, this, take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we could come before you. We thank you for the message of the cross. And we thank you for what you continue to do in us and through us. Lord, if there's anything in our heart, we give you permission now to examine our hearts. Any unforgiveness, any sin, anything that would stand in the way from you and others. Reveal it to us now, Lord. And we ask that you forgive us. And he took the bread and he gave thanks and he broke it. And he gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup and he said, this is the cup this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you Lord Jesus we come before you in humility we come before you thanking you we take this bread representing your life that was broken for us we remember and celebrate your faithfulness to all those who receive you in the same way, we will take this cup recognizing that you are the supreme sacrifice for all sins, past, present, and future. Because of your blood shed for us, your body broken, we can be free from the power and penalty of sin. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. We thank you for victory over death. We welcome you now. If you've, if you've received Jesus in your life as your Lord and Savior, to come forward, take the elements, and let us worship together. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.